0: Hey, welcome to the Publish, Promote, Profit podcast with me, Rob Cosberg. Every week I interview thought leaders and experts who have used the book to grow their income and their impact. So tune in weekly for these interviews so you can learn how to use your own best-selling book and go from hunting for clients and opportunities to instead being the hunted. Hey, welcome, everybody. Rob Cosper here. Another episode of Publish Pro Profit Podcast is on the way, and I'm super excited to have uh, a guest that I have some uh, personal business questions for. I think you're going to learn a lot from uh, Mark Lachance is the CEO of Maxi Media. I believe that's maxi.media as well, if you want to find that online. Uh, They're one of the largest TikTok marketing agencies in the world and the highest spender on the platform in Canada. Uh, Mark's the best-selling author of The Lucky Formula, How to Stack the Odds in Your Favor and Cash in on Success. Very, very cool. Mark's made uh, many investments in various industries, uh, payment processing, cryptocurrency, which we have a lot in common. I love crypto. i been investing since 2017 myself. Also, marketing, nutrition, fitness, sports. Over the last 25 years, he's invested in and consulted for dozens of ventures. and. Uh, has done very, very well. So uh, Mark uh, is also a recent Floridian. As I learned, Mark and I both moved to Florida during the craziness that has gone on in the world. So Mark, great to have you on the podcast. Thanks for taking some time with us. Great to be here, Rob. Thanks for having me. You know, there's a lot for us to talk about. And like I said, I, I have some personal questions, uh, at least from a business <coughs> perspective, to ask you about TikTok. I think it is a very intriguing platform with over, what, a billion uh, users. You know, pretty amazing what they've done. But let's start on the lucky formula. You know, that it obviously, the, the um, title itself would lend me to believe that you're focused uh, more on helping people in general with success. It's not so much about your media buying agency or or the specifics the nuts and bolts of of online marketing um talk to me about why you wrote it uh what the focus of it is for you that sort of thing
1: sure well lucky which is, uh, if if, Rob, we spoke before, La Chance, which is my last name outside the United States, right? That actually means lucky. Ah,
0: I love it. it. Love it.
1: So it's the lucky formula by Mark La Chance or La Chance, Mr. Lucky, which is my name on Instagram also. So the book is about how to stack. It's about how to stack the odds in your favor uh, and cash on success. And the premise is that luck is not a fluke. It's a formula. So if you understand the formula... If you understand the formula to success, basically, so you can intertwine, interchange the word luck with success. If you understand the steps and the the formula to it, anybody can achieve it. Um, so that's basically what it is. Now the book starts out with my mega colossal failure in life, Rob. I'm sure you've had those. Oh and, yeah. Uh, the, <laughs> so, and I'm sure you know many people that are listening now have had those mega colossal failures. And I had an epic one back in uh, back in
0: 2007. If you want me to get into it, Rob, I can. But uh, yeah, let's share failures. Come on, man. I I had mine in 2000. 7 and 8 as well, so let's hear all about it. Oh, and I'll bet you it's wrapped around real estate you like know, mine it was. Is.
1: There it is. <laughs> <laughs> so, so I was in 2006, uh, six fresh off a, a huge win. I sold shares in a company that I was one of the founders in, and I had millions in the bank. And then, as one, you know, often happens when you're uh, when you're full of, of cash and you think you can do no wrong, you think you can do no wrong. <laughs> so yeah. I plowed it all into a real estate investment in Northern Quebec, and. And this this is interesting. Maybe interesting to you, Rob, because I I think you're a huge music fan. I am. I plowed it into a a, an investment. Uh, called Le Studio, and Le Studio was a place where you know many famous artists recorded, like Sting, Celine Dion, uh, David Bowie, uh, The Police, the, the Bee Gees, and Rush. Actually, did I think it's all seven of their the biggest albums there? So okay. anyway, I'm hundreds of artists. So the whole idea was to buy the property, and it was 200 acres around a lake, develop it, and sell it to the Brits. Because the uh, the English were rolling into Northern Quebec, and and the currency was almost a two to one, so it's basically they were getting property at half price, and two other developments had already you know rocked it; they sold out within weeks. And so lo and behold, I get, uh, I get involved in a deal in 2007 and you know, the date (laughs) and also with a, with a, with a, a a not so scrupulous partner as well. So those two together Mm. led me down the path of, uh, you know, almost been near bankruptcy, anxiety, depression, and uh, a sort of awakening, you Mm. know, I'm no longer the, the king of the hill and uh, I have to crawl out from under a rock. So that was, that was pretty really, really hard. So that's where the book starts out anyway.
0: You know, I uh, I appreciate you sharing that. I know some people call it cycling, right, and not bicycling, but cycling. Where you know people often will cycle through, you know, a failure to really learn the lessons that they need to learn in their life and in their business, so that the second time around, when um, opportunity meets preparation, right, luck. Uh, comes that um, that we're prepared for it and prepared maybe to uh, to keep it rather than lose it. So I assume that that's part of the reason that you, you tell that story and you know talk me through like what the formula is. Like share with me like what the steps are where that leads to in the process. Sure.
1: So the formula itself is is number one. It's internal mastery. So internal condition mastery. Plus external condition mastery uh, plus action equals luck. So I plus E plus A equals luck. And what does that mean? That means when you when you master your internal conditions. So an example of that would be so Rob. When you wake up in the morning, what do you tell yourself? Hmm. Right. So I'll give you an example around that. So it's, it's it's so it's language or narrative is one of the one of the pieces of the formula, right? So yeah. when you wake up in the morning, do you tell yourself you're a rock star? Or do you tell yourself, you know, oh, woe is me. I'm a loser. What do you do? Right. Right. So Rob, I would assume just based on the brief time, you know, we've had here, you tell yourself you are a rock star, especially yes. with that voice that you have. You're definitely, <laughs> you're definitely a radio rock star. So, so that's part of it. So the narrative, so, you know, what I tell myself is I am happy. So affirmations, I am happy. I am wealthy. I am healthy. I am a rock star. I'm am amazing. You, mm. And you keep on repeating those things over and over, which yeah. brings energy to you. I've got energy exercises I do from Dr. Barry Morgulin. So that brings brings the energy in. It brings positive energy in. You're feeling great. Meditation. You're moving. Your posture. Mm. So, all those pieces, you know, combined make up your internal mastery. And Mm. and there's 10 of them and they're easily stackable. So, for example, one one crazy one is look in the mirror and just smile for two minutes. Oh, nice. Right? Yeah. Yeah. So, physiology, sit up straight. You notice I sit up straight my shoulders back. I'm not not hunching. Love it. So, all of these things together… Bring the positive energy and the power to you. So that's internal mastery. And there's there's many others. So I don't want to give away all the secrets here, Rob. Yeah, no, it's good. <laughs> good stuff, man. So I'll give you an example around story or narrative or language, sorry, that you tell yourself. So I was at the physiotherapist. I'm getting both my shoulders worked on. And, you know, he's working on my shoulders and a woman walks in and and he says, Hey, how you doing? I think her name was Cindy or, you know, maybe it wasn't Cindy, but how are you doing? She's like, terrible. My back hurts. My knees hurt. My shoulders hurt. So think about her day. How is her day going to go? Yeah. Is her day going to be lucky and awesome or is her day going to be just probably terrible and awful and I'm hurting?
0: Yeah. So that's,
1: that's part of, right. That's part of language. So. If you're waking up, if you're telling yourself a great story all day long, if your narrative is telling, you know, telling yourself how great you are, then uh, there's a really good chance that you're going to be great. Yeah. So if you, you know if you go to uh, if you read um, uh, Tim Ferriss's book uh, Tools of Titans, mm-hmm. he he interviews I think it's five hundred you know very highly successful people in that book, and seventy five to eighty five percent of the titans in his book meditate. Mm, so wow. success le- success leaves clues right so for me i tell the story of how meditation for me is my biggest game changer mm. now now why is that you know in this maybe some of the people on your podcast as well wake up in the middle of the night and have these crazy thoughts through their head so when i launched my company in 2009 i would have you know i'd wake up in the morning and three in the morning and, and think the board's gonna fire me i'm gonna get fired i'm gonna be it just crazy thoughts how could it how can I get fired when my company's tracking to be the the quickest company to to cash flow positive in the payment space? Mm. So the, the thoughts in your head are crazy. So what meditation did, especially the technique I use it, it helped to cut those voices, those crazy voices, and just ma- maintain focus on you know the the large goal, which is to create a highly profitable company and, and employ hundreds of people, which we did. Wow, so, fantastic! So that's that's internal mastery, and I can continue on and
0: with external if you want. <laughs> Yeah, I wish you would. I, I think, you know, I mean, I, I'm super intrigued. I'm absolutely getting the book. Uh, I was already on it this morning and and ordered it. And so, but I'm interested in hearing more because I'm, I'm trying to think of, you know, how I go about my day and where these things kind of fit with what my practices are. So please, let's talk about the next step in it.
1: Okay. So then when you talk about external mastery, you've got, um, so things like crew, like so crew is one of the titles of the, uh, one of the sections and crew is the people you hang around with. Right. Right. So you are the, Jim Rohn famously said you're the average, maybe somebody else before him said that, but I, I learned it from Jim Rohn, but you're the average of the five people you hang around with. Right. And think about that. So Rob, if I hung around with you, you moved to Florida, I moved to Florida because of you and chances are we have the same thought process and the same mindset. Yep. If you're hanging around with in the gym, like for example, the gym and I'm, there's a good story for you about luck. So it <laughs> turns out when we moved here two months ago, and you know this because you're in Florida, the rental market's so tight right now, yes. it's ridiculous, right? Yeah. So I I had to scramble to find a rent. And it turns out that the place I'm renting right now, we just bought a place, so we're moving in the next couple of weeks. But the place I'm renting right now, it turns out he's the rock star personal trainer in this whole area in Parkland, Florida. Wow. Right. His name is Manny Mary. He runs an event called Soldier Rush. He just had 2000 people doing an obstacle course. Whoa. And he trains all the professional athletes here, all the, uh, the the Florida Panther hockey players. Yeah. So it just so happens that this is my personal trainer now because I moved into his house. Right. Oh, cool. Right. That's awesome. And it's opened so many doors. So think about that. Yeah. Manny's part of my crew. So now Manny's, you know, one of the people I hang around with down here in Florida. He knows, he trains professional athletes. He trains hedge fund managers. He trains business owners. Yeah. So my circle of influence just grew massively because I hang around with Manny. Right. So think about that. That that's that's a huge piece, right? Yeah. And you know, another example I give in the book about crew is the events that you go to. So personal development. And Rob, I'll bet you you go to personal development events. I do. So I'm a huge Tony Robbins fan. You know, roll back the clock uh, 11 years ago, I was, uh, t- uh, 10 years ago, I was at an event in where was that? that was in Las Vegas, Business Mastery. So I was happened to be sitting next to this gentleman named David. David is a good friend of mine now. And he has been for the last 10 years. And David introduced me to a gentleman that might buy my company for mega dollars, like wow. mega dollars. Yeah. So <laughs> crew, who do you hang around with? It will will largely dictate your future, mm-hmm. largely. Right, and now some people might be asking, "Yeah, well, it's easy for you, Mark. You're, uh, you know, you're wealthy and you're lucky and you're all this other stuff." But I didn't start out that way, right? Right. You're going to read in the book that you know that I, I actually started in construction, working for my father, working on the roof, yeah, in the sweltering heat. So another piece of the formula is your why. Hmm. Do you have a massive why? One of my massive whys is to never wake up, look out that window and see that red blazing sun come up over the horizon. So I never, ever have to get on that roof again. Yeah. Have you ever, have you ever worked in construction or been on the roof?
0: No, but I, I've worked in the fields. And so I've worked in orange groves and I, I grew up in a kind of a country area. So I've baled hay and run the fences and that's horrible. That's <laughs> hard work right? Yeah. So it, look, that's a
1: huge why I work yeah. so hard and, you know, and I've learned investing in recurring revenue yeah. and, you know, uh, cash flow yields because I never, ever want to get on that roof again. I never, right. ever want to put it on a belt and, it, and it's, I never, ever want to put a hammer, uh, pick up a hammer even. It's to a <laughs> point where my, my wife is like, put up this picture. And I'm like, no, I don't want to touch that hammer. <laughs> like, I don't awesome. want to do it. <laughs> right? So, you know all that intertwined, and then you know you've got how do you eat your supplementation, uh, how do you sleep? Last night I had a rock star evening of sleep. I slept a solid eight hours, and I don't usually get that. I usually get about six and a half. Yeah, but if you, if you do your research, you know science real real science will tell you that between six and eight hours a night is what men should get of sleep. Yes. Last night, I had a solid eight. I feel like a, a complete rock star this morning, you know, and it's also p- other part of the formula is financial abundance. And then again, other people might be saying, yeah, that's easy for you, Mark. You know, you're uh, you're wealthy, but I didn't start that way, Rob. Right, I didn't start right. as wealthy. My father, his family comes from the farm in Eastern Quebec. Yeah. Nobody ever gave them anything. So work ethic is part of taking action, which is the last part of the formula. So it's work ethic, Right. Ingrained into our family is flat out work ethic. So my grandfather was a farmer. My father worked on the farm. Yeah. My father was in construction. My father was up at up at five in the morning, you know, to prepare the the construction crew on the job at six, back home at six o'clock at night, working to prepare the plans for the next day. Cause he also was the, the architect of all the deals that he wow. did. All, all the all the right. So I learned that type of work ethic from my father. Right. Yeah. And hey, all, all that's in the book. So yeah. Again, I plus E plus A equals
0: luck. <laughs> yeah, I love it. Mark, I love it. I mean, we'll give some links. Obviously, people can get it on Amazon. You were just telling me as well. I mean, just recently launched and right now it's uh, number one on Kindle. So congratulations for that. Very, very cool. Well, I'm going to actually tell
1: you right now live where it is. It let's was um, it was on all of Kindle and I think there's over 9 million books on Kindle. Let's check. We're, we're checking this live right
0: now. All right.
1: Let's see, let's see so last night it was number 354 on all of Kindle and it was number one in certain categories today, right now, this second, hang on. It is number 20 in all of Kindle Dang, and number, number one in three different categories in business and investing, a uh, number one in personal transformation, and number one in personal finance.
0: <laughs> so. Well, congratulations, my friend. That's uh, You got a nice big marketing launch going on right now because of, uh, that, I mean, you don't get that success accidentally, right?
1: That's right. Well, it's a lot about, you know, knowing the formula. So right. there's a formula to everything, right? There is. There's the lucky formula. Then there's the lucky formula of marketing. Then there's the lucky formula of building a business, building a successful podcast. So I should ask you, tell me how you do a successful podcast, Rob. <laughs> yeah.
0: Amazing, great guests like you. <laughs> interesting people to talk to. Makes for interesting listening. So I love it. Awesome. All right, so let, so, uh, let me
1: shift yeah, gears
0: because you know I want to get the book. I mean, everything that you've shared, uh, I think, is going to motivate a lot of people to want to get uh, the book. I want to go a little more narrow, and I want to talk uh, a little bit about uh, Maxi Media, which I, you know, I, I believe you have multiple ventures, or maybe you did, and maybe you've sold, and Maxi is your focus. I'm not sure, but. But either way, I mean, you've built one of the largest TikTok agencies in the world and, you know, the highest spender on the platform in Canada. That's significant. Talk to me about what you're finding on that advertising platform for, you know, business owners, consulting, higher ticket type offers. Because I I think in terms of a platform like that, and I think you could probably sell, uh, you know, stuff on Shopify stores, T-shirts, You know, things like that, collectibles. But is there an opportunity for someone like myself, a company like mine that does ghostwriting, book publishing, book marketing, all those kinds of things to find my ideal clients? Are there is there a way for consultants to find their ideal clients on TikTok?
1: Well, if you asked me that question a year ago, I would say no. But today I'm going to tell you absolutely yes, Mm. because the demographic of the platform is skewing up every single day. Nice. Right? And here's the opportunity for somebody like you. I'm going to be frank. I am personally not on TikTok.
0: Yeah. I'm right? not
1: either. I'll be frank. I'm not. But the opportunity for anybody that's a uh, you know, an influencer, and by the way, many influencers aren't on TikTok right now. Many right. are not. And I'm going to tell you, it, it's hard work, right? It is hard work, but you will be paid back quickly. Hmm. because you can grow user base right now it's it's in its uh, growth phase tremendous growth phase and you can get to a million uh, followers pretty quickly if your content is interesting and you do all the right things. So Rob what I was thinking about is, is you know holding for people like yourself is holding a, a quick tutorial a, a zoom call and maybe you can help me put that together you know with some of my top creators to give you guys tips and tricks on how to build because I've got many of our top creators, one of them just hit 2 million uh, followers on TikTok. Incredible. And we've got others with hundreds of thousands. And these are all our internal creators. So we have them producing you know, between 5 and 10 creatives, or UGCs they're called, uh, user-generated content. So 5 to 10 ads on a daily basis, and we're launching between four and 600 ads on every single day. So this is paid advertising, right? Yes but for for you rob for somebody like yourself i think the opportunity is massive to create a brand on tiktok where it'll be impossible for you to do it on instagram right now or on any other platform because it's just difficult to get reach but right now to get reach on tiktok is highly possible nice and highly doable and highly you know definitely doable so but it, it requires work and it requires being creative and it requires literally launching. You know, if you asked one of my top creators, they'll tell you three uh, three videos a day. Mm. And while each of, each one of those videos is somewhere between 30 seconds and a minute, it still takes work, still no takes time editing, right? It's So it, it is, look, it, it's work, but it will pay off. Mm. So if you're an influencer that wants to use inst- any platform, I would definitely suggest to
0: get on TikTok. Mm. I love it. Well, first let me say I I totally want to take you up on your offer. You know, we've done over a thousand books for clients. And so I do a, a live coaching call to my past clients and current clients every week. And I would love, I've never talked about TikTok. We primarily focus on and talk about Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, et cetera, even some Google AdWords. And so I uh, would love to have you on with my clients. And uh, when we're done with the podcast, we can schedule that. So if you wanted to, if, if you were willing to do that, that would be fantastic. Sure.
1: Absolutely. So what I'll do is, you don't want me on for that. Okay. You want your your uh, content <laughs> you, creators. You,
0: you want my creators. You don't want me on. So. Okay. Awesome. <laughs> I say the same thing about the book stuff. I'm like, you don't want me writing your book. You want my writers doing that. <laughs> <laughs> I
1: love it. But that's the way to build. Like that's you know. So we talk about blitz scaling in the book, right? We talk about massive growth. Yeah. And mind if I, I talk about blitz scaling itself and how please, to grow a massive do. business? So. You know, I learned this back in, in 2010, I launched my company called Evo Canada, which was a payments company throughout, it still is, a can I, I sold it in 2016, but I launched it in 2009, I was the first employee in partnership with, um, with a, a group out of New York. And I had a, a big chunk of equity in the company. So we launched in 2009, and a year and a half later, fast forward, I have 200 employees, and I'm sitting at my desk in December, right around this time, you know, t- what is it, 10 years ago now? 10 years ago, I'm sitting at my desk completely, you know, stressed out of my mind, looking at my computer and I have thousands of emails. Wow. And I'm like, how am I going to get through this? So I was stressed. I I literally wanted to quit the company that I had launched a year and a half earlier, which got me out of depression, which got me out of anxiety, which got me out of bankruptcy, right? So financially, I was dead broke when I started. And then fast forward a year and a half later, I'm back on top, you know, making a tremendous amount of, uh, of cash. But- so I'm sitting there and I'm like, I need co- I need coaching. I need help. You know, I need to get out of this stressful situation. So I was typing online, business mentorship, coach, 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 and guess whose name kept on coming up? Rob, Tony Robbins, Tony Robbins. Yeah. So three weeks later, he was having business mastery event in Las Vegas. So I'm like, this is 10 grand. And I never spent that much before on anything like this. So I'm like, you know what? I got to do it. I, I just have to do it. So then I flew to Vegas. And the first thing you find out is you are the problem with your business. Yeah. You're the issue. Nobody else. <laughs> so so I find out that you know if you're doing all the work, if your email box is clogged with finance stuff, sales stuff, uh, customer service, uh, legal, compliance, blah, 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 you're not doing the right job. Right. So I didn't have the right people in the right places. Right. Therefore, my stress levels went up. And it's also what I, and I think I made this term up, I don't know, but I call it the entrepreneur's dilemma. Hmm. So every entrepreneur thinks they need to be the smartest and the best and the brightest in every single thing in their business. Well, that's a fallacy. That's a joke. Like, so I learned really fast then. And Dan Sullivan, also from Strategic Coach, I don't know if you know Dan. Yeah, I love Dan. um, Awesome. Right. So I'm part of his group as well. And Dan tells you, if there's anything that gives you any stress, get out of it. Delegate it out, delegate it. You want to be in the lane that you want to be in. Right. Right. So, so here's the secret to blitzscaling a business. Get out of the way. Let hire the best people and put them in a position and let them go. And I learned that quickly right then and there in 2000, it was now 2011. That hire the best. So I, I came back from that event. I had I fired my VP of sales, my head of um, uh, marketing, head of call center, blah. Wow. And I replaced them. Uh, <laughs> I cleaned house. No kidding. Wow. <laughs> so and I put the right people in the right spot. And within three four months, I was like, oh my god, my stress was gone. Yeah, I was able to focus on what I wanted to focus on and grow the business. You know, and and so I've taken that, you know, that learnings and brought it into the media business. So the reason why you don't want me on your creator on the creator call is because I haven't created one creative my whole life. <laughs> <laughs> I get it. I get it. I love it. <laughs> so in you know in a nutshell, how do you blitz scale a business? Hire the best people, put them in the right spots, let them do their job, and right. you oversee. And that's it. That right. that's the secret. Right. But it's all about dropping your ego and letting the best do the work. Yeah. Drop your ego, which is part of the
0: book as well, part of the formula. Yeah. Wow, and that's a hard that's a hard thing for people to do. It is. I mean, there's also logistical parts of that, right? Finding the best people, affording the best people. I mean, how would you? How would somebody scale this that isn't already sitting on 200 employees, tremendous cash flow, et cetera? Like, talk to the coach or the consultant that is growing their business and they're getting to a million bucks, or two million, or three million, and you know, now to really scale it, they're going to need to go from three to ten. And what does that look like for them with this? Yeah, I'm gonna workflow. tell you, I'm gonna tell you that's easy. Yeah. And why is it easy? People think it's it's a story you tell
1: yourself. That's yeah. number one. I'm gonna tell you, I'll give you a story around that. So most of our employees are sitting out of Montreal and the market right now, like everywhere else, the the employment market is tight. So we're yeah. looking for a head of finance. You know, people are telling me, Oh, there's over a hundred uh Availabilities out there. You're not going to find somebody. You're not going to find something like yeah. Watch me. So I wrote a <laughs> kick-ass ad, right? Yeah. And I put it in Indeed, and I started literally getting you know how many CVs or resumes they started flooding in. I had the choice, yeah. right? I'm the one who did the hiring in that case because I wanted to pick somebody that I liked running my my uh, finance department. I found the guy I wanted. So here, here's the point. And so but uh, you know for that one I had to pay a lot of money. But the point is to answer your question. I don't believe that right now, because you can find undervalued assets everywhere. Yeah. Now, one thing you have to get out of your head, you have to get out of your head that millennials or Gen Z are lazy. It's mm. not the case. It's not true. That's, that's a, a bad story to tell yourself. When you meet my creators, Rob, you're going to be like, wow, these people are awesome. Yeah. And these these are what? Between the ages of 19 and 23 years old. I Thank have you. hundreds of them. Wow. Yeah. And so- we have used our creator pool who are 1099s, I guess you call them right there. We pay them on a per uh, video basis, Yeah. but we've used that pool and we've filtered up the top creators and the top work ethic creators and, and put them in positions of management, positions of, you know, of leadership within the organization. So you can find Gen Z at a very reasonable price and have them
0: help you build your business. Love we built
1: it. our business on Gen Z only.
0: No kidding very yep. cool. Well, I can't yep. wait to meet some of these Gen Zers. <laughs> you will. <laughs> I love it. I love it. That's going to be uh that's going to be fun. So, uh fantastic. Man, thanks for all, thanks for the sharing. Let let's let's change the topic just a little bit back to the book, but more in regards to what this book is going to do for you and your business. How are you going to use this book? You know, uh you're 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 a great marketer. You're somebody that's built multiple businesses. You didn't write this book just with the idea that you want to write a book. You had a plan in place. You had things you were thinking about. So how are you using it? What What's your plan? What are you looking to do with this book? Well,
1: I'll tell you the story around actually deciding to write the book. So it was about after my colossal you know, crash and then my sort of resurgence in, in the payment space, I had a buddy of mine come to me and say, hey, and he's a gentleman who runs a marketing company as well. He's, he's like, listen, you have so many great stories. You could help so many people out. Why don't you write a book? And this is 10 years ago. And I was yeah. like, I put them off for, for 10 years, basically. Yeah. <laughs> I said, I don't want to do it. I don't want to do it. I don't want to do it. And then Finally, about a year and a half ago, I said, "You know what? Now is the time." With with all the craziness going around in the world, and you know, p- with the bleak outlook in the world, let's let's write one and let's uh, let's give some light at the end of the tunnel. So I wrote it number one to to
0: satisfy my buddy. <laughs>
1: I'm yeah. just kidding. Yeah, and, uh, and number part two, of it, but right, there's, there's <laughs> always two, some
0: peer pressure to it. <laughs> <laughs> That's
1: right. <laughs> number two is because I, I truly believe that the formula itself works and can help people. It can. So if you're somebody that wants to take action and get up and go, this formula works and it's worked for me and it can work for you. And, you know, I guess lastly is a lot of people write books for profit and for gain. I'm not really concerned about profit and gain. I'm concerned. I wrote it for sort of, you know, kind of thought leadership status um, and the ability to make my, which I think it will make my company more valuable, which it's doing already. So it's kind of that to be, to be known as sort of a, a CEO understands blitzscaling, a CEO who understands how to take a company from zero to a thousand really quickly. So it's kind of around that. It's not really to get speaking gigs and it's not really to get profit, but just, I guess, notoriety in the, in the thought leadership space.
0: Well, that's big, right? I mean, you, you already referenced that has already raised the value of your company by raising the value of the most important part of the company yourself. So clearly there's that goal in mind. Now it may lead to speaking in a lot of other opportunities, which, which you may or may not take, but those opportunities, you know, if they continue to raise your value, right, your celebrity status in your space, wow, why not, right? <laughs> and then there's book Let's
1: two, see. book three, book four.
0: <laughs> well, I already, I
1: already have book two. I've started the thought process around that. So Very
0: it's cool. pretty cool. Very cool. I'll share that with you offline, Rob. I love it. I love it, man. Awesome. Any other thoughts? I mean, I don't normally ask that, but there's so many different places that we've already gone, and uh, I think it's been so valuable for people that that uh, are listening. Uh, any anything else that maybe I should have asked?
1: Well, there's um, if I can give a gift out, that'd be great. Can I give a gift to your yes, listeners? Yes, let's so give the, them a gift. The gift is I've got I created what's called the lucky score. So it's a uh it's a quiz that grades you on how lucky you are. So it's uh, on a scale from 1 to a 100. You know, it, it asks you a series of questions and it spits out a score at the end and, and it gives you tips and tricks on how to get even more luckier and more successful. So you can find the quiz at the slash quiz Again, it's the dot com slash quiz. And uh, go ahead, take the score. And uh, I'd love to hear the results back. I'd love to hear how lucky people are. And even if they're not as lucky as they'd hope, there's a light at the end of the tunnel. There's a, you know tips and tricks on how to get luckier.
0: Very cool. Dude, I am going to take that as soon as we're done with the podcast. That's intriguing <laughs> to me because I am really lucky. I'm a lucky guy. <laughs> you better email me. I want to know how lucky you are. I will. I'll totally do that. <laughs> So we got a place for them to go. I would imagine there they can also get a copy of your book or there are some other links there um, that we want to give them. We'll obviously put the links in the show notes as well. But is all of your additional resources found in that place as well?
1: Uh, You can also go to my website, which is Mark, M-A-R-K, Lachance, L-A-C-H-A-N-C-E dot com. Great. Find out about the book, find out a little bit more about me. And you can also follow me on Instagram at Mr. Lucky Official. (laughs)
0: That's great, man. That's great. Mark, awesome, man. Great to have you on. Uh, Thanks for sharing your wisdom. Really, really good stuff. I mean, we went from the uh, very broad to the very specific talking about TikTok. And I think there's more for more stuff for you and I to do. And, and uh, maybe uh, down the road, there's another opportunity for us to talk about book number two and, and share that with our listeners as well. So thank you so much for being on brother. Awesome, Rob. Thanks for having me.